Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to yet another week of Cream in Your Coffee, hosted by yours truly, Katie. And of course, I'm sure we'll hear the dogs in the background, but that being said, Simone is... Did I say your name? Yeah, no. She's um, lady time in it, you know? She's in La Heat. So if we hear anyone, I think it'll probably be Anna, but we will see what happens. Now, without further ado, let's dive on into this week's episode. Now, I really don't know what it is. I feel like I'm just not talking as much when I'm not at work and my vocal cords and my throat are just like not used to speaking after I wake up. But like for the past couple days, for the past couple weeks, actually on Mondays and Tuesdays when I've had the days off, my voice sounds like this until about the end of the day. And I think that's because I specifically like don't talk to anyone (laughs) out loud until I record the episode, honestly. So um, I'm recording Tuesday morning this time and yeah, yeah, this is what my voice sounds like. I promise I'm not sick. I just, uh, sound like a porn star. It's cool. This is what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So enjoy that. Um, I'm sure by the time we finish the episode, it'll be gone. Um, I recorded a semi short story, meaning like it was a story on my Instagram, not, <laughs> not like I wrote and read a short story. Uh, no, I recorded a short little rant of a story on Instagram yesterday about mental health awareness, I suppose, and anxiety. And it's something I've talked about before with you guys. But um, anyways, I noticed after I recorded that when I kind of watched it back, I was like, wow, my voice sounds a little raspy and I'm not sick. I really am not sick. I just, well, sick in the head maybe, but... <laughs> but uh, yeah I'm not sick it's just how my voice sounds and like I realized that was the first time I'd actually opened my mouth to speak to anyone all day yesterday so that's probably why you know I sounded like that Um, I talk to my sister-in-law and stuff over text all the time especially in the mornings but if I'm not actually at work I haven't spoken to anyone until whenever I leave my house or I record something like that so uh, it was an interesting little playback I was like fuck is that what I sound like Um, And then, yeah, today I'm noticing it again. So I guess that's normal. But no, I'm not sick. Surprisingly enough, because today um, in Kingston, Ontario, there are 62 active cases with variants of COVID-19. So I'm sure we'll be headed into somewhat of a lockdown soon. We're already in yellow zone. I don't really have much to say about that, honestly. It's just frustrating. Um, I'd love to say, oh, fuck the students. It's all the students. But that's not necessarily true. Um, I work with people all the time, but you know, I wear protective eyewear and like, I know quite a few people that have come into contact with someone that did end up testing positive for COVID-19 and, um, they actually were negative too. And that's because we're very careful with our protective eyewear and our masks and how much we sanitize. But I mean, there's only so much you can do. Um, but that being said, I'm sure when these students slash people are going to parties, they obviously aren't wearing protective. They're not wearing PPEs because that's not cool. So I'm sure that's where that's getting spread a little bit, but you know, that's, that's really all I can say about it. And, uh, hopefully this dies down again soon because I really don't want to go into a lockdown once again. I don't mentally think I can handle that, but, uh, cross that bridge when we get there, I suppose we will cross that bridge when we get there. So my day off today started by waking up and deciding I'm going to put my laundry in, be productive. Like yesterday I was productive, but it was more like drive around and try not to cry in my house productive, you know, like go do go do errands, go to appointments, stuff like that. Today is the at-home stuff. I'm still going to try and get out of the house again too because it is absolutely gorgeous out there in Kingston over the last little bit. Spring has finally sprung, thank God, but 
Yes, I decided going to do my laundry. Then I think, hey, I haven't checked my mail in a while. So I go down to check my mail and I notice that the box is quite full. And when I open up my locked mailbox, I notice that <laughs> I notice that I've got a fat stack of parking tickets. Okay, so I see City of Kingston envelopes. I immediately know what's about to go down. $425 later, I've paid some of my parking tickets. The ones that came in the mail today, at least. So I know that I definitely have a shit ton probably sitting on my, um, like, license plate sticker as well. Like, at Service Ontario. You know, when they, like, get sent to Service Ontario. Um, but at least I paid the ones that I immediately found in the mail. That was just, just not what I wanted to start my day with. But you know what? That is productive. I got a bill paid, right? That's... <laughs> I'm being productive. Anyways, I've said it once, I'll say it again, the parking situation in downtown Kingston is less than ideal. I don't think I ever really appreciated the fact that, like, I paid for a parking spot at the apartment buildings that I've lived in in the past. Like, where I live now, I pay for a parking spot. Um, when I worked at the mall, I didn't have to pay for parking. But, like, now that I've worked downtown consistently for the past, like, four or five years, I'm really... <laughs> it's pretty much like I pay for a goddamn parking spot. Um, my sister-in-law literally goes like, how the fuck, why do you have so many fucking parking tickets? I'm like, well, because what happens is if I work during the day, so I'm working from 7 a.m. until 4 or 5 or 6 p.m. So you need to pay for parking from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. Um, in Kingston, Ontario, unless you're parking somewhere where there's also overnight parking fees, yada, yada, yada. Um, now, what happens is that I go in at 7 a.m., then I go out probably around 9 or 10 a.m. to pay for the parking because I can't pay any earlier than that. Um, and it is like meter parking, so I have to put in change or credit card or something. But it's not like the Honk app that some of the parking lots have where you can pay for the entire day on your phone. Um, I have to physically keep going outside to pay for the parking. In theory, this is not an issue. However, and I might have talked about this before, but I'm really fucking amped up about it. However, if I'm... And there's a lot of businesses downtown, like, and there's not a lot of parking and like, ugh, okay, whatever. If I'm working in an establishment and especially right now where there's not a lot of people working, like, yes, there's people working in the kitchen, but they're not washing the tables and no, I'm not parking super goddamn far away. But if I'm in the middle of a rush in a lunch rush, I don't have time to go out every two hours specifically and pay money into the meter. So Kingston either needs to fix the limit for how long someone can park on the side of the street like, you know what I mean? Like, let me pay all day or make the honk app accessible for certain roads, especially on that main stretch, like Princess Street, that needs to be accessible. So, you know, some girls have called and complained that that's not accessible, the, the app, um, where we work. Um, a lot of people have said, why don't you just park at Metro? Because there's a Metro like little shop or like shopping grocery store right across the street. I've done that. I did that all summer. I kept getting notices saying that I shouldn't park there. And then thank fuck I saw it, but my car literally almost got towed in the middle of the summer. I had to run across traffic while billing out a table, um, on one of the patios. Thank God I kind of knew the table. So I was like, Hey, I'm just going to run in and not get my car towed, but I'll be right back. Um, so I had to run across the street and thank God he didn't hook my car up to the, fucking tow truck but he did give me a warning and he said if I ever have to come back here again to tow your car even if this does not touch the ground and I don't have to tow your car I'm still charging you the fee you know scares the shit out of me but is valid because I almost got my car towed I've had my car towed twice before in the past and picking it up from the lot it's it's expensive as well like it's just fucking it's an annoying process because you have to pay to get there if you don't have someone to drive you it's just not a fun time 
So no, I can't park at the Metro parking lot. That's because there's a security guard that specifically works that parking lot because they have such a large parking lot and they know that because there is no parking downtown or not a lot of parking that people will try to park there. And it's private property because it's owned by, you know, whatever. And that's very valid. But like they have a deal with the cab companies that they can park there and Ubers that they can park there before they pick shit up. There were a few girls that used to work at Tommy's that did have a deal with the security guard and they would let them park there. Um, but that's no longer a deal anymore. So like, I'm not risking getting my car towed. I pretty much at that point was going to get my car towed from having so many outstanding tickets with the city anyways. So yeah, um, not fun. They do have a couple parking lots that are a little bit farther away that you can play that with that honk app. So it's not every two hour increments, but like downtown is not necessarily a safe place. And if I'm leaving like a bit later in the evening, I don't want to walk past a homeless shelter and all this stuff where there are, you know, not well people like drug addicts and stuff like that hanging out to get to my car. That doesn't make me feel safe. So like I said, either Kingston needs to rectify the parking situation. Um, Metro needs to let us make some sort of deal where we can pay for parking in the parking lot for like the two employees that work there, whatever, or I don't even fucking know. But one of the main things I know some of the girls actually made, they called city, like the city of Kingston and they were like, this is absolutely ridiculous was when there was lockdown and there was not like people that were essential were the only people working, like people were struggling to pay bills, et cetera, et cetera. Not everywhere was open for work anyways. The parking like meter maids, which I'm not shaming this job at all because they make good money and they do a public service, whatever. But how the fuck are they essential to go and give tickets to people parking in spots? Um, how is that essential when, you know, all everyone else's job is not essential? I don't get it. Um, I know there was a big riot about parking tickets that were given to the um, nurses and doctors that were parking near the hospital that had to work overtime hours and such. That was a big thing. So even during the first lockdown, you didn't even have to pay to, to um, park downtown. That was a big thing as well. So it's like, when are they deciding... How are they deciding when it's acceptable or not to charge people for parking? And like, especially like now I understand, but like it just, it's been an issue for a while. Um, so like I said, I think some sort of situation needs to be rectified with downtown parking in Kingston. Um, I'm not going to be the advocate for that. I definitely don't know what I'm talking about, as you can tell. But like, all I'm saying is that I'm definitely affected by it. And it's not for lack of trying because I do go out and I try and pay as much as I can. But in that like, two hour window sometimes I miss it past like 10 minutes then I go to pay for more and it's like at that point why the fuck would I pay for more parking if I already have the $20 ticket then I leave the ticket or it's been a long fucking day when I leave and I forget to pay it so they start to add up they definitely do as I said $425 over the course of a couple weeks seems absolutely ridiculous because it is and I do understand that if I lived like in a larger city it would be more expensive but either let me buy a goddamn parking pass that works anywhere downtown or I don't know Figure it out, Kingston. I don't have fucking time or money for this shit. Don't get me wrong. I can pay it, but like, I don't want to put my money into that. It's stupid. You know, another thing that I got in the mail was some of my marked, um, like tattooer boxes that I was really looking forward to getting. Now, unfortunately, after I got, I got two of them in the span of three days. So I don't know if shipping was just delayed or whatever, but, um, unfortunately after getting my first box and I was super happy with what was in that, I got an email saying that they would no longer be doing the subscription service for marked anymore. Um, because you know, it, it, I don't know why, but they just were apologizing to their loyal subscribers and all that fun stuff. 
Now, a day after getting that email, I got another box in the mail. So I don't know, like I said, I think maybe shipping was delayed or something. Um, I'm assuming that maybe with COVID, the amount people were paying for shipping or the company at least was paying for shipping was like more than they were making or something like that, especially for like the amount of products in there because you did get quite a hefty amount of products. But I will say I was very happy with the products I got in both boxes. Um, skincare stuff for tattoos, artwork for, from certain artists, and like t-shirts. I love a good like band t-shirt or whatever. So this was nice that it was supporting um, inked artists and such. So unfortunately, I can't recommend that box after I got it and actually really liked the stuff. I was going to do a review on it. And then I got the email saying that it was no longer going to be a company. So there's no point in me telling you all about it. But I will say that I was very pleased with the products that I got. Um, the second box I got, I was super happy because I got um, Mad Rabbit um, tattoo ointment stuff. I had been looking into this product online and I was going to buy some, but I was like, me, you know, I'm lotioning it up anyways because it's the winter, so I'm just going to use my regular lotion on my tattoos for now. But then in the subscription box, I got this thing that I'd actually been looking into. So I was super happy. And it's this really nice um, balm that you put on your tattoos that really revitalizes the color. And like most of my tattoos are black and gray, but it really boosted that dark pigmentation in them. And so I'm super happy with that. And from trying it through the marked subscription box, I'm now probably like 110% going to order it through the actual company. So I'm happy I got to at least try out something I was genuinely interested in before the subscription got canceled. So that did kind of suck, but um, marked the two boxes I got from you were super awesome. I'm sorry that you're going under or, you know, deciding not to be a subscription service anymore, but thank you for the two boxes I did receive. Thank you. Now, if any of you guys saw my Instagram story on my personal Instagram um, from Monday, I did talk about my anxiety and a little bit about mental health and the stigma behind that and all that fun stuff. I touched on that a little bit in my little story. Um, I know a lot of people don't like seeing stuff like that. I know a lot of people also assume that when people talk openly about things like that, it's to gain attention and like no, but yes. So no, I didn't want attention saying like I have anxiety going to the mall. I have to sit in my car for 45 minutes, but I did want to bring attention to the stigma that is around that because there's, I cannot even explain to you guys how surprising it was to me to get literally over 20 messages from other people saying, I thought I was the only one that did that, you know, like just sitting outside the mall, trying to prepare myself to go in and have social interactions with people. Um, essentially what it was if I don't remember if I've actually touched on this in the past on here or just on my story on Instagram but essentially how it started was I had I had an appointment I needed to go to on Monday and I also needed to go to the mall to get some stuff done so I went to go buy some jeans because um, with that weight loss I was experiencing I've kind of stuck around that smaller weight which I'm not mad about but now I don't have very many pairs of pants I can wear at work and just in general and feel confident in myself because like my clothes were fitting but just not very well so I was going to buy some more jeans, which I did get done, but that was maybe a five to 10 minute errand. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that it took me 45 minutes to muster up the courage sitting in the parking lot of the mall to get out, go into the mall and get that done. So my 10 minute errand turned into like an hour, like closer to an hour. I got to my appointment on time, but this is the thing I know myself. And I knew that that might be how I felt on Monday when I went to the mall. So I carved out enough time for me to have that moment of self-doubt. 
So I posted just a very quick story just saying like, oh, you know, I'm doing that thing that we've discussed in the past where I sit in my car for 45 minutes before I go in the mall, like hashtag anxiety. I go finally get into the mall and I don't look at my phone in the mall really because like I just, I'm in and out and I'm not browsing around anymore. I don't really do that because COVID and also just anxiety, right? Like we're talking about. By the time I got back to my car in that 10 minute span, I had about 10 people message me. And throughout the rest of the day, I had upwards of 25 people messaging me saying like, I thought that was just me. And like, these are people that like, I don't necessarily know very well, but I've met them in like social um, situations and they seemed like they were social people. And you know, I'm a social person. It surprises a lot of people when I say that I have bad social anxiety, but I really do like I love going to work because I've been at my job for a while now and I know like the, the setting and the environment and although serving is not consistent, like things change every day with different guests and stuff like that. There's different situations that arise. I feel comfortable in that environment. Um, it's similar to like, you know, when people start a new job and you like you have that excitement, but you're also kind of terrified. Like sometimes that's me all the time. Now I'm comfortable at my job. I still get social anxiety dealing with people, although I'm still this like bubbly fun and like positive person. However, behind the scenes, I'm fucking terrified. (laughs) Social anxiety galore. So all I'm saying is that things are not always as they seem because there were a lot of people that messaged me that I would never in a million years have guessed that they also had social anxiety. And they were like, oh my God, like I thought this was just me. And these were males and females. This was not like all women or anything like that. Male and female followers that I have, like friends, acquaintances, reached out and were like, thank you for posting this. Like, I really appreciate it because I thought it was the only one or like whatever. And that was really the whole point of the story was not to gain attention to myself, but to, to get people out there. Cause there was a time when I thought I was just fucked. Um, growing up, I found out at a very young age, unfortunately that my biological mother was not well, um, mentally. And unfortunately, because she did not want to, accept that and help it and and work on that it took a huge huge toll on our family mentally and physically um now that has it it wasn't good um it made for a lot of bad experiences for myself and my brother and, and my dad um but I can't talk to their experiences I can only talk to mine um but it made for a very traumatic and bad childhood and it but it did make me who I am today So I think that is why I do hold a lot of social anxiety things and stuff like that. But all I'm trying to say is that understanding that everyone is going through shit, I always just thought that because my mother had these illnesses, I was just always fucking insane. Now, what it comes down to now, um, and I mean, I say that very aggressively, like if you have mental illness, it doesn't mean you're insane. She just is not a good person. Um, not attributed fully to her mental illnesses, but, um, she was very physical with my brother and I, um, and, and mentally abusive. So that's why I say like, she was not, she was ill. Um, not everyone with a mental illness is like insane. That's not what I'm trying to say, but given that I was growing up in that environment and that's what I was seeing, I genuinely thought that I personally was insane. And that was the problem. Fast forward to now and many, many, many years of me working on that and and digging into it and trying to figure out who I am as a person and what I can do to better myself for myself and for those around me, I've now realized that no, I'm not insane, um, but everyone has things they need to work on and it is a very common thing for people to have mental illness to some degree and also anxiety or panic disorders and, and attacks and things like that. 
So all I wanted to do was, yes, bring attention to the fact that it is very common and it's very normal, um, but not necessarily attention to myself. So yeah, I did have people reaching out being like, oh my God, I hope you're okay and this and that. And I did appreciate that, but really the attention I was looking for was to bring attention to the general issue. And I'm very happy that several of you did reach out and I'm sure there are people that didn't reach out, but, but felt connected to that story as well. But I'm very happy that people reached out and it it made me feel a bit better. But I wanted to let you guys know that it's not just you. And I know that for a long time, it might've felt like it's just you and you're very alone and the world's just out to get you or something like that. But like you can make it through and, um, you know, I promise you're not alone. Now, with that being said, um, as I've talked about in the past couple episodes, two, I've kind of touched on it. Like I've been going through a lot recently that's mental health and just like personal life, stuff like that. Although I'm sure all that stuff is tied together, as you know. Um, but I've been I've been looking into, you know, steps for self-love and self-care because that plays into that plays into making yourself feel better. You have to believe in yourself. Um, you know, I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> And as Mama Ru says, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? And that is so true. So we have to start somewhere. So recently, I've been looking a lot more into self-love and self-reflection. This is something that I kind of do in waves. Um, It's almost like when you take medication for depression. Um, You know, you feel like you're taking it and then you feel a lot better. So you stop taking it. And then you feel like shit again because you think you're all good, but you stop taking the thing that made you feel better. So it's kind of like me with my self-love. Like I'm like, yeah, I'm doing great. And then I stop doing it. And then I fall into this sad hole that, you know, I end up digging myself out of eventually. But it's like, if I had just always stuck with the self-love and the self-care and the reflection, I probably would have been in a little bit of a better place mentally than I am when I'm at my lowest, you know? But yes, let me, let me tell y'all about some things that have been helping me with my personal self-love. Now, I found a post, um, as you guys know, I like to post a lot of motivational things. I found a post that pretty much had nine powerful steps to self-love, and I agreed pretty well with every single one of them, so I figured I would just share that with you, but I'm going to connect it to maybe some things I do personally um, to make it a bit more personable, and uh, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Relatable. Relatable for you. There we go. So... The first thing is start each day by telling yourself something positive. I definitely try to do this. I try to not even necessarily something about yourself. Just like your day is going to be fucking great. Today's going to be a good day. Even if shitty things happen, there's always a silver lining. So don't dwell on that shitty shit. You know, even something as simple as that, that is something positive. Or you know what? I get up and I didn't sweat my ass off in my sleep and I don't have to straighten just the underside of my hair because it got really fucking curly from my sweat. That's a positive. I don't have to put heat on my hair today. That's a goddamn positive. It's very simple, but it will definitely change your outlook on the day. Number two, celebrate your wins even when they are really small. Small victories. Now, I kind of told you guys about this um, in the last episode when I touched on Um, People with anxiety making to-do lists, Um, I do that all the time. And like I said, you know, I have things on there that's as simple as like brushing my teeth, brushing my hair, cleaning my face, feeding the dogs. I'm going to do those things regardless, but that tiny bit of elation that you get from accomplishing something does make a large difference if you're really down in the dumps, you know what I mean? But rewarding yourself for being, doing accomplishing, like 
you're being productive. And I know right now it's really hard to say like positive things and, and feel like you're being productive because like I said, everything is so uncertain recently just with COVID and everything like that. And the world is not the same place it was a year ago, but you need to, you need to celebrate the victories for sure. Absolutely. Um, so tiny wins for yourself. Like I got through today without crying. Um, I know that sounds really sad, but like for me, that's been a big one. Um, for a couple weeks there, I pretty much cried all day, every day. Um, as soon as I finished a shift at work, I would kind of get out of that mental mindset of being busy and I would cry. It wouldn't be a big blubbering cry necessarily, but I would definitely cry a bit. So that would be a win for me. Um, again, not looking for attention by saying that I'm just being straightforward with you guys, but like, got to think of the little things. All right. Our next one here, step outside of your comfort zone and believe in yourself. Now, one thing I find happens when I get in a shitty mindset is I start doubting everything. There's things that I could have done before in the past really well. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to try and do that right now. I know I'm going to suck at it and it's going to make me more upset. So I'm not going to try it. Step out of your goddamn comfort zone, bitch, and do it. Even if it was in your comfort zone before, it's clearly not right now. So step out and do it. Believe in yourself. I know it might be hard to believe in yourself right now, but you are worth it and you are very good at things if you set your mind to it. So step out of your comfort zone, believe in yourself and just do whatever you've been debating on doing. Okay, just do it. It's like Nike, just do it. (laughs) Next one here, and this plays into the last one, allow yourself to make mistakes. The worst thing that happens if you try something is fail is that you tried something and you failed. The best thing is that you get to try it again and do better at it. Even if you fail a hundred times, you're still putting yourself out there and you're trying and what's happening every single time is you are getting better. Even if it's a little bit every single time, you're allowed to make mistakes. You're allowed to apologize. You're allowed to clean up your shit and your act and get it together and try it again and learn from it. That's acceptable and that's called being a human being. Now, this one, I have to admit, I was not doing for a long time. I'm still not doing it to the degree that other people do, but you need to look after your body by exercising and eating well. For a long time there, I was eating absolute trash, very aware that I was doing so and not giving two shits. And then I started realizing it was definitely taking a huge hit to my mental health. And I was feeling exhausted more so than usual. I was feeling tired mentally, like I was feeling annoyed I was on my last nerve with everything for absolutely no reason. And that's because I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't doing my normal little dance in the morning to get my body moving and trick my brain into thinking, you know, it was going to be a good day no matter what. But you really need to look after yourself. And for me, and I always talk about this, but for about a week there, I stopped drinking water again altogether. And I really felt, I felt it because I had been doing so well at drinking water. When I stopped, it took a huge toll on me. Um, So fucking take care of yourself. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Not fucking around with that one. Get to know yourself and who you are, not what you think you should be. This one is huge. Sometimes we need to take a step back from what we're doing and what we think is right. What we think we're supposed to be doing and really pinpoint who you are as a person. What, what can you do better for yourself? If you make a list of things that you could do, like Make a list of things that you do every day and then make a list of things that make you happy. And if those two lists don't somehow correlate, you're doing something wrong. So you need to get your know, get to know yourself in order to make yourself happy 
and live the life that you deserve and you want, you need to look out for yourself. If you're not going to look out for yourself like no one else is, you need to be your, your own cheerleader first and foremost. You also need to learn that other people's opinions of you are not facts. This one hits me really hard whenever I'm in a very bad, bad mental minds, mindset. But it's very true. You need to learn that even if other people think things about you or they have some sort of opinion about something you've done or whatever, that doesn't mean it's a fact. And I, I say this all the time, but other people's perception of you is not the truth. Um, it's there. Every single person on this earth is going to view you way fucking differently than you view yourself. Let me tell you that you come across differently to every single person that you interact with. And the only person that knows you truly is yourself. Now, other people may see you differently. But also not everyone's opinion of you is negative. Just because someone has an opinion different than you or an opinion about you, that doesn't mean like it's a fact. It doesn't mean that at all. But it also doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. I mean, obviously be open to constructive criticism. But just because someone thinks that you're like a certain way does not mean that that's true. You are your own person. And you just need to keep striving for goodness in the best way you can be for yourself. If you like doing something and someone else does not agree with that, so long as it's not harming another person, fucking do it. Who fucking cares? And if their opinion of you is that that's absolutely ridiculous or weird or whatever, fuck them. Their opinion does not fucking matter. You also need to trust yourself and the decisions that you make. Because if you're not going to be confident in your decision, like I said, no one else is, and you're going to start to doubt yourself when people do have these opinions of you, you need to be a confident fucking bitch. Put on your big girl panties. And get through your goddamn day. And trust that the decisions that you are making for yourself and the thoughts that you're having are positive for you. And trust yourself. The decisions you're making in your life to make yourself better, trust them. Now our last one, don't be afraid to let go of toxic people. That one I'm not going to dive into too much. It pretty much fucking speaks for itself. But remember that you are allowed to say no to things. You don't have to hang out with someone just because you feel pressured to do so. You also don't have to apologize for saying no to hang out to someone. I'm not saying cut these people out of your life completely. But if in one very specific moment someone is being toxic, you don't need to hang out with them. You're allowed to take time for yourself and, and heal yourself and not let that negative energy into your life. I know that there's been times that I've definitely been just super negative and I've been that negative person and it's unfortunate. But you need to understand that sometimes you are the toxic person. But overall, you don't need to apologize for not wanting to hang around toxic people or toxic or negative energy. And you do need to cut the people out of your life completely if they're just consistently bringing toxicity into your life and negativity. Do not hang around those people because all you're doing is inviting more negative energy into your life by already having that negativity there. You are manifesting negativity into your life. So you just need to trust in your decisions of the loyal and good people you have around you and cut out that toxic ass shit. Overall, I just want each and every one of you to think about what really makes you happy. And I want you to just contemplate ways, in, even if they're small ways, but ways in which you can change just, you know, little parts of your day to incorporate the things that make you happy. If it's to spend a little bit more time outside and you feel like you don't have enough time to spend time outside because your day is just so busy and by the time you get home from work, it's dark out and it's just not the same, 
if you get five minutes of your day and you work in an office or something like that, go outside for the five minutes. Make it happen. If it's going to be those small things that make your day and your week and your month better and your mindset better, then you need to make those things happen for yourself because there's only so long you can sit in your own self-doubt and get in your own head. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of healing that does get done when you kind of reflect and, and unfortunately you do have to reflect sometimes over the negatives but there's only so much time you can give to the negative before you turn it around and try to make it more positive and dig yourself out of that nasty place that might be your mind because I'm sure we've all been there and a lot of people experience it differently but you need to make the moves for yourself because like I've said you have to be your your own cheerleader. You have to be your own cheerleader because you can't expect someone else to want to help you if you are not willing to help yourself. So whether it be a very large thing that's weighing on your mind or a very small thing or a lot of small things that are adding up to be very large and you're just this anxious, mad wreck right now. Take it day by day. Take it thing by thing. You know, journal it out. Try to get those thoughts straight. Even if it's so small as to make a list of things that are stressing you out and figure out how you can break those down into smaller things that you can digest a lot easier and make the steps to move forward. Until you do that, you are allowing yourself to sit in this negativity, in this pit of sadness and wallow in it and just swim around in it until it completely consumes you. And I understand because I've been there. I was just there. But unless you're willing to make the changes and correct yourself, it's not going to change. So take a moment to care for yourself and think about it and, and get, the, get the thoughts straight in your own head, whether it be in your head or on paper or talk to a friend about it or go seek help. There's no shame in that. But you need to start taking those steps and summer is coming. It's just around the corner. Brighter days are literally ahead. We've already daylight saving, so we have a bit more daylight during the day. And come summer, we're going to be having sun until fucking night time hours. It's going to be nice and warm and our mental state will hopefully be on the up and up. But until then, you need to start making those changes for yourselves because it's not going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen out of nowhere. It's just like when you go work out at the gym to train your muscles, you need to train your brain. Train your brain to be happy, to be thankful because you are blessed in many ways, you're full of talent, you're full of beauty, and you're full of kindness. And if you do not stand up for yourself and make these changes for yourself, it is not going to happen. So take the time today to really think about that. And even if right now you feel like this is just a bunch of random shit that I am spouting to you and you, do not, you don't relate to this whatsoever, well, that's fine. But I bet you one day it might pop into your mind and you might think, well, fuck. That Katie girl, she did not know... 100% what she was talking about, but she maybe got 1% or 2% right. And that's all I can hope for because I'm sure that there are also a lot of people out there that can somewhat relate to this right now. So do your best to love yourself. Drink your water, drink your coffee, and drink your Baileys. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are not going to have a Would You Rather segment this week. That is just because, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, I forgot to post them. That's because I was procrastinating a lot because I was not feeling so hot in the head. So, 
I did not take the time to post it. I definitely apologize for that. But uh, do not forget to send me in your would you rather questions as well. Make my life a little easier because my questions are definitely not as good as your questions. <laughs> but um, I'm going to do my best to remember. I'm going to set a reminder for next week. And maybe I'll post double the amount of questions because we missed it um, this week. And also since there was not an episode last week, well, maybe maybe we'll do like a, a triple triple threat would you rather so send in your questions. I appreciate each and every one of you. And please bear with me. I know I haven't posted Would You Rather in a while. So maybe you'll get really excited when I do post it. Or maybe you won't Maybe you won't engage because you're mad at me. I don't know. But uh, I'll cross that bridge when I get there too. <laughs> send me your questions. And when I post it, please engage. I love you. With that, that will be the end of the episode for this week. Thank you so much for bearing with me, everyone. I know it's been a rough couple weeks of me just struggling to get through life and also this podcast, but um, I promise I will double down, at least double down on Would You Rather next week because I know y'all missed it and I miss talking to you guys about it, engaging with it, all that fun stuff. But thank you for bearing with me and thank you for tuning in as always. I appreciate you. Now, make sure you head on over to Instagram and follow Cream In Your Coffee, both spelt with a K. And if you're interested in my weirdness and shenanigans, you can check out my personal Instagram as well. That's Katie underscore Simone. Simone spelt with a C and Katie spelt with a K. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone, and I will see you next week.